JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Habotchim, of course, is done by Shalshelis. Um, well, our good friend Josh Haston, who we last saw in Israel as we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem and the 50 years since the uh, Six-Day War uh, in the Binyamin region where we were uh, two Thursdays ago. He is with us live via telephone. Uh, we have highlighted the incredible work of Rigavim, and they have announced a new, very important, actually vital initiative that um, is really uh, critical to the future of the state of Israel and the land of Israel and the people of Israel. It really is as simple as that. Uh, with Rigavim, Josh Haston with us live via telephone from Israel. Josh, welcome back to JM in the AM. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here, Nachum. I greatly appreciate it. It was wonderful to reunite with people like yourself for the big 50th anniversary celebration. I hope some of the spirit that was going around in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and other areas is uh, is still in the air in that part of the world. Every day, Nachum, the spirit is here. It's alive and kicking. I am here in Jerusalem, and the streets, thank God, are bustling. The Middle East is collapsing around us, and everything here. Thank God is positive and beautiful, nice summer day here in our eternal capital city. 88 degrees in Yerushalayim. All right, uh, Rigavim, as many have tried before, is uh, very uh, intent on addressing the problem of illegal building by the Bedouin community in the Negev Desert. Can you des- and, and people will find this shocking, frankly. Can you describe what Israel in the area of the Negev, which we of course perceive as being controlled by Israel and you know and, and being home to a Jewish and Israeli population, could you describe what's happening now in the Negev, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what we have now is a situation down in the Negev desert. We have over two hundred thousand Bedouin who are citizens of the state of Israel. And over the years, they have spread out. Now we are up to approximately 2,000 illegal clusters or villages uh, down in the Negev Desert. If you just want to put it into perspective, you could fit the cities of, the entire cities of Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Haifa, and Be'er Sheva, all four of those major cities in Israel, you could fit those into the areas in which the Bedouin have illegally taken over down in the negative. So it's a, it's a huge problem. It's something Regovim has been working on for years and years and years. Various government proposals have been put uh, forth in order to, the goal here is to put these Bedouin who are living illegally on the grid, get them to be integrated into the state of Israel for their benefit, for the benefit of everyone in Israel, for the future of the negative, for the future of the country. I mean, that's basically, in a nutshell, what it is. We want everyone to be following the law. That's what Regavim is. We're a legal watchdog, and people should be uh, adhering to the letter of the law. So that is, that is a major problem, which we've been dealing with now for, for over 10 years. It's been a problem, fortunately, ignored for years and years, for decades. And now, recently, it's, it's finally been on the, uh, on the plates of the government in order to do something. Several proposals were put together in the last couple of years. They've been rejected. And now, Regavim, our organization, has put together a proposal which we believe will finally, once and for all, um, you know, deal in a fair manner 
with the situation amongst the Bedouin, give them opportunities, give them hope for the future, and bring them into the fold, bring them into the grid here in the state of Israel. We can't have lawlessness. We can't have these 2,000 illegal clusters spread out throughout the Negev. There's 17 legal communities, and our plan calls for those who are living illegally to get on the grid, to come, and, you know, this is what I'll tell you what's amazing. The Bedouin in Israel, the only community that the, the state of Israel is saying to them, look, if you're going to live legally in one of these legalized, recognized towns, we will give you land for free to do right. so. Right. We will compensate you for whatever area you're leaving. I mean, the government's bending over backwards, and they've been saying no, whether it's pressure from international organizations who don't want them uh, you know, to, to be a part of the state of Israel. There's a huge influence by the Islamic uh, branch radicals in the north who are trying to influence them not to accept any type of deal. We're saying, and Regavim's put together a very comprehensive plan, which we have now on our rep- website, regavim.org, a comprehensive plan on how to deal with all the different issues to get the Bedouin to be uh, recognized members, contributing members to the state of Israel, paying taxes on the grid. So that, in a nutshell, is what we're talking about here. Now. Josh Hastings with us. This is in addition to all the efforts you're making in the north and the central part of Israel. I mean, they're Rigavim is involved basically everywhere at this point. Yeah, we have field agents who are monitoring uh, situations on the ground in the north, in Judea and Samaria, and in the south. And it's all about, again, adhering to the law, whether it's a legal building, whether it's people who are trying to damage Israel, uh, hurt the environment by carrying out illegal dumpings or illegal building or damaging archaeological sites. Regavim has people on the ground. We are the eyes and ears of the country. Um, and we're paying attention to these illegal crimes. Sometimes, uh, often rather, people come forward and report it to Regavim saying, hey, there's a legal building going on here. There's a legal dumping. You know, what is this going to mean for the future of our water sources, right. our water system? So we have people, our eyes and ears, uh, our own people, and then we have others in the field who report back to our people, let them know something is fishy here, something is not right. People are breaking the law. People are dumping garbage. People are, are burning. A uh, huge issue now with burning illegally throughout Judea and Samaria, which is affecting the air quality throughout the entire country. So we deal with all these issues in addition to illegal uh, building taking place in many, many places, L- north, south, Judea yeah. and Samaria. Let me ask you this, especially when it comes to the Negev, because, I mean, this problem, which has been a problem for quite a while, frankly, uh, some people look at some aspects of it as irreversible. Do you sometimes get that feeling that certain parts of the progress that has been made by the Bedouins are not going to be able to be reversed by the Israeli government? Well, I, I don't know if it's irreversible. It's definitely vast and expanding, you know, with 2,000 illegal clusters of villages and growing. But that is really the goal of our plan, uh, to develop the existing legal communities, to resettle the Bedouin population who are you know, living in these illegal areas, and then, at the end of the day, to resolve ownership claims, because Bedouin, Bedouin have certain claims in certain areas. So we're saying, okay, so come forward, let's, let's work it out. You know, I know we know this problem has been ignored. We know that the, the government, unfortunately, has not been enforcing uh, the laws or the land laws and the ownership laws, so let's work it out together. So I think if these things happen, uh, the re, you know, developing and investing in these ex- existing communities, uh, resettling in those communities, and then dealing with whatever ownership claims there are, I think, I think if those three things are happening, then, you know, we can really, we can reverse the trend. It, it all starts... You know, unfortunately, and we see this now. I don't know if you saw it, you reported in the news. And 24 hours or 48 hours ago, uh, there was a riot in Kfar Qasim, which is a town in central Israel. And 
how, how do we believe this started? You know, what, what happened that caused a riot? A policeman actually had to use his weapon, and one of the protesters was killed. It all starts with illegal activity. Regavim has found huge, vast amounts of illegal building taking place there. And if people are able to get away with that, to build illegally, and there's lawlessness, then it just escalates and escalates. And, and you have a situation where we had the other day where someone was unfortunately killed in a, in a riot. So if, you know, if that's the trend, if we keep going down that path where lawlessness is, is acceptable, where stealing equipment from IDF bases is acceptable, if those things keep happening, then we're down the wrong path. That's why we brought this plan together, in order to straighten out the situation. So to answer your question, it is reversible, but it, but it has to happen quick because this is expanding. You're talking about four major cities can fit into these areas where the Benoit have taken over control, and it's not acceptable. The laws have to be enforced in Israel, whether you're talking about Jews, Arab citizens, Christians. It doesn't matter. The laws have to apply to everybody, and that's what Regavim is saying. Is it possible that the EU or representatives of uh, the European Union are encouraging them to expand their area down there? Uh, listen, there are various NGOs um, here in Israel who are definitely being funded by foreign governments and foreign sources, foreign sources who are creating a false narrative down in the Negev Desert, claiming, for example, that you know the Bedouin are the indigenous populations who've been living there for generations and generations and have historical ties to that area. That's absolutely not true. So they are fanning the flames, encouraging these people, no, don't take a deal from the Israeli government. You'll get a better deal down the road. They'll make more and more concessions. That we are seeing is happening. These so-called uh, liberal or, or humanist organizations claiming they have the interests of the Bedouin or the Arabs in mind, they certainly do not. They are here to harm the state of Israel. That, and if you combine that with the influence of the northern branch of the Islamic movement, which is basically a Muslim Brotherhood outlet in the state of Israel, uh, up in the north, they have, we've seen over the years, they have had an influence in the education system and in the mosques down in the Negev, uh, which, you know, decreases that motivation for Bedouin to serve in the army. Those numbers are down. With all of that together, I mean, that, that is the root and source of the problem. So we have to weed out those elements, whether foreign or domestic, who are trying to keep those, you know, keep the Bedouin in squalor, keep them in situations where they won't accept the deal. By the way, a lot of them down in the south, there are mansions down there. A lot of them are living beautifully in some of these communities. You can, you know, I'm happy to give you a tour when you come back to Israel to see how some are actually living like literally like kings uh, down there in the Negev. But for others, they're definitely being influenced by foreign elements, and, uh, and it has to stop because they're not really looking out for their best interests. We think this plan is in the best interests of the Bedouin to grow and to prosper and to thrive uh, down in the Negev, and it really affects everybody here in the state of Israel. Josh Haston with Rigavim in Israel. All right, Josh, how do our listeners help? If those, those want to help the effort and keep you guys going strong, what do we do? It's very simple. You can go to regavim.org, the policy paper I just put up there today in English. You can go see it. Um, there, you know, it's, very, it's pretty complicated. I'm not going to lie to you, but, but I think I explained the gist of it. Go to regavim.org, check it out, and see everything else that the organization is doing. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook as well, which is updated uh, you know, several times, if not uh, several times a week, if not. Uh, if more things are happening, we do it even more frequently. So regavim.org or find Regavim on Facebook. Get in touch, get involved, and help us uh, bring lawlessness to this country um, and protect Israel's national lands for generations to come. Josh Haston of Regavim, we, uh, uh, we wholeheartedly encourage people to send a few or more dollars their way and let Regavim continue their holy work saving Israel and building Israel, rigavim.org, R-E-G-A-V-I-M.org. 
It's very simple, and of course, you'll see there the news story that we uh, concentrated on this morning, the Bedouin presence in the Negev and what Rigavim is doing uh, to um, to uh, make sure that there's a guaranteed future for the state of Israel down there. Uh, Josh, thanks so much. Continue your amazing work and uh, continue to update us, please. Same to you. Hope to see you here back in Israel very, very soon. Bezrat Hashem. Josh Haston, Rigavim.org. Check it out, everybody. It's a Wednesday as we continue. You're listening to JM in the AM.